Welcome to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. I'm Kath, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? We do. Yay! Purple Chickadee. Thank you, Purple Chickadee. Simon. Simon, thank you. Uh, Chinchillabus. Chinchillabus, thank you so much. Courtney. Courtney, you're awesome. Fitz D. Fitz D, thank you. Nat K. Nat K's awesome. Uh, Kaylee B. Kaylee B rules. Kelly K. Thank you, Kelly K. Wes P. Wes P, thanks. Yeah. Um... Samuel L. Samuel L. Thank you. And that's everyone right now. We love our patrons. Mm -hmm. And you can join for just a dollar. And you get a ton of bonus content. There's a lot of good stuff there. Check it out. Definitely. And if there's like a broken link, I think one of them gets a broken link from time to time. Just let us know because like it's all, it's all good stuff. It's worth it. Hey, Faith. I have a question. What's your question? You want me to do all of our grilling from Mm. now until forever? Ooh, it's Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. And, uh... They used to call it Decoration Day. Did you know that? No. Isn't that weird? Why Decoration Day? I don't know. I think it's like because you put out all the red, white, and blue bunting and stuff. I guess. Yes. Yeah. I've Um, become slightly more happy to be an American since the Biden administration. Um, And yay for all our uh, LGBTQ plus... uh, people in uniform mm-hmm. past and present mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are planning a little bit of a cookout mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. some friends um we just have a small one outdoors we're all vaccinated we have recently come into possession of a, a gas grill with propane and a lid and propane accessories and, propane yeah. accessories <laughs> and uh a, a, the scrapey metal brush to <laughs> i don't like the scrapey metal brush. i take care of the scrapey metal brush on the on the grill surface and so so this is the thing um yeah i could just do all the grilling forever well, why why would you want to do all the grilling i don't okay because normally i cook normally in our household mm-hmm. we have a setup where i do all the cooking and kat does all the uh kitchen cleanup because mm-hmm. i really love cooking and i am very good at the cleanup yeah um, and that is a, a process that has served us well, but f- you know, with the grill, I got it. I got this. It's mine. Why? Why would you be doing the grilling? Because grilling is a very masculine coded mm. behavior. Yes. And I want to spare you the risk of being perceived as masculine. You know, it's funny because we, I think one of the first times, the first, we, you and I grilled a few times. Mm-hmm. We had to try I, it out. And I went out there and I, I grilled up some burgers or whatever we did mm-hmm. and uh, and had a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, I think one of our first times having friends over with the grill, our, we it was like three women and one straight boy. <laughs> And Straight Boy kind of just assumed they were going to be. He he just got in there and, and we were fine with that. Yes, yeah. by all means, guest, prepare the food. Uh-huh. That's fine. 
Yeah. So it was kind of funny. He, I don't even remember if he asked. I think he just kind of assumed I'm the guy. He kind of hovered and, and was interested. And I said, this is what I'm thinking about. Do you want to do you want to have a try? And he, and he just took over, which was fine. Yeah. By me. Mm-hmm. So I think it is something that's heavily, it is heavily male coded. I think there's that very 50s stereotype of the, uh, you know, backyard Levittown, Long Island. Uh-huh. Uh, if you don't know, Levittown, Long Island is the uh, prototypical suburb in the United States with the tract housing and mm-hmm. the identical houses mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, the yards and all that. Um, sprung up after World War II. All the GIs moved there mm-hmm. and suburbia began. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, somehow grilling, you know, you go back to that kind of 1950s. And again, we weren't alive in the 50s. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure half the stereotypes are just bullshit. Yeah. Um, but we assume, yeah, that the, there was a housewife who wasn't working. Housewife was her job. Mm-hmm. She was uh, spending all day cleaning and cooking Mm -hmm. the man comes home from the office and expects the the meat and potatoes meal because that's what you eat Mm -hmm. or some horrible thing in gelatin Uh which is meat and potatoes in jello and um (laughs) aspic as they call it or something or mayonnaise and hot dogs and and jello or whatever it's very funny these these images and ideas that we have of the 50s and i think that's just our culture is like this this and of course, it's very white, very middle very class. Very white, middle class. What yeah, yeah, what we've been mm-hmm. sold. But there's there's the that nuclear family of uh, two and a half kids, and mom stays at home. So, in her perfect dress, yeah, <laughs> and heels, doing the vacuuming and pearls. And, See, the yeah. dress and the pearls were the best part yeah. of that whole picture. At any rate, we are living our life in the womb uh, under yeah. that shadow right yeah. and obviously uh, it's not representative it's not real it's not how it is now i believe less than 10 percent of american families are a stay-at-home mom and full-time work dad whatever i do have this image in my mind i i do have this idea that grilling is the man's job which is so interesting to me because cooking mm-hmm. was exclusively the woman's job but in, in this are in men. this in this idealized world which mm-hmm. which almost certainly didn't exist in at least the way it's portrayed today mm-hmm. um but yeah it's the it's the woman cooked exclusively mm-hmm. the man grilled exclusively which mm-hmm. i find so interesting because grilling is cooking Yet it it was the man's job to grill, mm-hmm. and that was not a woman's thing. Maybe maybe it was that women were too sensitive to be around such open flame or something. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, have no idea. Um, but I mean, and this is kind of the division of labor that I grew up with yeah. in my house. Mm-hmm. My dad did the grilling. My dad fixed the cars. My dad mowed the lawn. Like there was dad jobs and mom jobs, yeah. and. You know, we could talk about division of labor and household work and the second shift, but I'm just in my mind, those are coded as masculine yeah. behaviors, partly because of what I grew up with, partly because of the cultural stuff. And so I don't want you to have to engage in masculine coded behaviors. Yeah. If we had a car, I'd fix it. If we had a lawn, I'd hire a guy to and is mow that, it because I don't want to mow lawns, but, but I do like fixing cars. Is that cars. just because it... It outs me, so to speak. I think that is my concern. And this is something I'm not 
proud of and not entirely comfortable talking about. And so Mm -hmm. I hope people will listen to this with grace uh, and understanding and, uh, you know, help, help us process kind of this complex thing. I love you. You are beautiful. You are sexy. You are a woman top to bottom and through and through. I guess what I'm concerned about is the perception of other people. Maybe. Um, just, just grilling. The verb is manning the grill. You know, it's, 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 I just don't want you to ever be forced to, to, do a masculine coded behavior. It's interesting because growing up, my dad tried to like force me into a lot of like masculine coded things, mm-hmm. sports and Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. camping and things like that, that I would perceive as very masculine, mow the lawn. You a piece of shit car, so you had to yeah, fix it a lot. Exactly. <laughs> um, so my dad definitely tried to like force me into that. And I will say there's some things, I'm trying to think, like I am not particularly masculine i i think in almost any way and i think even before transition i was never really particularly masculine like, yeah i like writing and drawing and those aren't those are kind of neutral or yeah. even a little effeminate perhaps mm-hmm. if a young boy loves you know writing and drawing it's it's maybe a little artsy yeah. i i saw a a video of like christian things talking about um artsy boys oh <laughs> you gotta boy. watch out for oh, you gotta really? watch out for for artsy boys because they're gonna they're gonna turn gay mm. um so it's even maybe a little but um yeah you you're know, into music but not sports i am into music you hung which out i with think girls and not guys music i think is probably a little more masculine yeah i think certainly it's the thing boys can do if they're not into sports yeah, and but I know plenty of girls who are like super into mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. as well, and like you know collecting records of and course. things like that. So of I know course. I do know plenty of girls who are into that. But that is that is a little more masculine coded. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of think I'm trying to think of like. But I also like I love makeup. I love clothes. Oh, totally. I yeah. love fashion. I love. Um, Women, like yeah. learning about women and li- listening to women musicians, and and yeah, well, most of the musicians I listen to are female fronted. All your bands, Warhammer and like that. pieces are Warhammer. War- <laughs> Warhammer is another like you know very uh, masculine mm-hmm. you know thing. Or not and and there's nothing like. And here's a weird thing about like music collecting, mm. um, sports even. Warhammer 40k, even though I have like Sisters of Battle and and you know Demonettes and things like that. It's, um, there's nothing like, there's nothing where you have to like pull out your penis and start, (laughs) you know, slapping it over things to make this hobby work, whether it's music or whatever, or grilling. Like, there's nothing inherently better about being, that makes this masculine like you could say that about business or politics or academia it's yes not the yes penis. you 100 percent could and that's the point <laughs> none of these things are inherently masculine none of these things i think the i think like like what's the difference you know when it comes to men and women and you know and i get biological sex is a spectrum gender is a spectrum let's get that out of the way yeah. first yeah but um in you know we're looking at the top of the bell curve here um we we would say that on average the differences between men and women are and we're talking biological 
and we're talking only men and women and and not you know because we are talking about averages here Mm. men are slightly larger Mm -hmm. and have more like upper body strength yep and that's basically it well and and Women are able to create life and feed it. From yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> I know no, I'm talking about hobbies. Yeah. And, if, okay. and if having babies is your hobby, wonderful. God bless. God bless. <laughs> but the number of things that, the number of hobbies where like that main difference mm-hmm. actually, and we'll say hobbies, activities, business, politics, music, um, grilling, cooking. Uh, upper body strength. Upper body strength. Slightly larger. Slightly larger. And, um, I mean, and and again, I, so I get there's like, like, you know, the original, um, when they were getting the, the Mercury 7, the mm. original core of astronauts, mm-hmm. like NASA definitely 100% considered using only women astronauts. Mm-hmm. And uh, smaller. The reason for that was they're smaller. And it was less oxygen. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was, again, this is on average. And um, uh, you've got your Gwendolyn Christie's and, you know, you've got, Mm -hmm. you've got small men too. And, uh, and so my point is, there's no difference here uh, with most of these activities that happen to be, our culture has happened to decide that they're coded male or they're coded female. I mean, even like, I remember like when I was on my journey and like, you know, sort of identifying as a cross-dresser, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there's like dresses that have a little more room for boob in mm-hmm. the bodice mm-hmm. and things like that. Or shirts that are lower cut for things like that. Like a bra is definitely for breasts or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But like high heels, there's nothing particularly masculine or feminine about them except our culture. Yes. And they were men's shoes they at one point. Out they men. started out as men's shoes yeah. uh, so for what we're ta- horses. And what so- we're talking about is coding. We're talking about yeah. culture mm-hmm. right now. Yes, yes. So, um, back to the grill. I think one of the best things, okay, one of the best things about transition is one getting to live your genuine life, of course. Uh, but I think I think it's I think it's great to be able to have a different perspective on what our culture says is masculine or feminine behavior. Mm-hmm. And again, like I say, when when we say biological sex is a spectrum, or we say gender is a spectrum, um, sexuality is a spectrum. These are all spectrums. But our society has decided that certain behaviors are blue and certain behaviors are pink. Right. Um, And that's never going to 100% work for someone, for, you know, everyone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. granted, there's, you know, hyper-masculine people, there's hyper-feminine people. But again, that's probably rare, very rare Mm -hmm. um, that you're going to get that. And... That kind of thinking leads to like toxic masculinity, where it's like, um, you know, men can't express emotions mm-hmm. e- unless mm-hmm. it's anger <laughs> or horny. They get two yeah. emotions, uh huh. And and so you do get things like that. There's the phrase doesn't get tossed around, but there's toxic femininity too, where women are told to like bottle up their emotions or apologize constantly or yeah. accept the horny anger of men uh-huh. <laughs> with thanks and, and no complaints. And, and so that, that's not a healthy 
way a society should be. No. And I think that transitioning and, or just even, just even experiencing gender dysphoria, if you haven't transitioned, or just being LGBTQ plus makes you look at these so-called gendered behaviors or these gendered um, activities in our society and go, that I can that do what I work. love. Yeah. I can do what I love. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's, if our society says this is masculine, our society says this is feminine. Mm. And I think um, queer people, I'm using that as an umbrella term, I think queer people get to, like, have that fresh perspective that sure. allows us to, like, just... Do whichever you like. Do whatever you want. You get to yeah, pick and choose. It's freedom. Yay. Yeah. It's like what the America's all about, right? <laughs> freedom. I think we're into that here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and other countries too. Not other. America's got this weird thing where we're like, freedom number one. Mm-hmm. And here's all these laws that you have to obey. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and other countries are, you know, basically all a lot of Western democracies are all the same in countries like Sierra Leone, where there's no government. That's pure freedom. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you wouldn't want to live there. Stay the hell away. Um, but, uh, yeah, so grilling. I enjoy <laughs> grilling. The, the whole point is I can be a woman and enjoy getting dressed up mm-hmm. and, like, doing my makeup all cool and finding cool makeup things and learning how to do new techniques. And I can get a new cool goth outfit and and enjoy that or wear my heels or um go out and be pretty and i can go to a concert and collect a rare seven inch of some cool band and and that's fun too and um i can paint a warhammer army and that's fun too Mm -hmm. and and i can go grill and that's fun too Mm -hmm. and i think i think i'm gonna say it our friends are pretty damn queer as a group. Yes, we do have. I think we have. Didn't we queer. count once? We had a party. We had a big party uh, a few years ago. And I think it was our biggest party. And our apartments aren't big. We live in New York. Our apartments aren't huge. So we don't get to have like, you know, massive parties. But this one was like 30 people, I think, which is like our biggest. That was big for us. And I think we counted like two. Two straight guys. Two. There was two straight guys <laughs> and one straight girl. <laughs> Everyone else was some other flavor of, of trans or queer or bi mm-hmm. or um, non-binary. And so we have a pretty diverse group of, do. And, of friends. And this grilling question had been bothering me. It mm-hmm. bothers me that I feel this way. I didn't know if this was a real thing, if this was a common thing. And so we we presented this to our friends. And if any of you are listening, hey, guys. Um, and for the most part... People's responses were, do what you want. And in some cases, a lot of people were saying, I don't perceive grilling as a masculine coded behavior. Yeah. Like they weren't even talking about echoes of the 50s and, you know, this cartoon dad image that you get on Hallmark cards of neckties and golf and grilling. You know, it was just, you are making us great burgers and I don't care who you are or what you look like when you do that. Like what, like they, they did seem a little confused that yeah. it was even an issue or a concern at all, which I love, mm-hmm. but I would also love to hear from the listeners. Am I, am I blowing this out of proportion? Is this a non-issue? I will tell you, I do feel reassured and I'm glad I don't have to grill because the timing's a little tricky and you don't want to overdo it, but you also don't want to underdo it, especially if there's meat involved. Meat thermometer. 
that is that has changed my cooking game entirely. Yeah, but and how for do you... those of you who are carnivores, meat thermometer is the way to go. How do you put a meat thermometer in a corn on the cob? What's the internal temperature? That, okay, corn on the cob we've had no issues with. Corn on the cob has been perfect on that grill every time. Vegetables are a little more forgiving. You can overdo it yeah. and underdo it and they'll still taste pretty mm-hmm. good. You're right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the one time I tried to coordinate grilling um, corn and beef and potatoes and asparagus and cherry tomatoes. Okay, yes. So, okay. To be I, fair, that one time, you made you made a meal that was a little complex because you tried to do like 20 vegetables. And my timing was very it was precise. Good. It was very deli- Asparagus on the grill was fantastic oh my God. as well. You guys, did you, you can grill broccoli. It is very good. Oh, but that you, was good. You yeah. just got to eat it right off the grill. Don't let it get cold because it's all crispy and a little bit charred and oh, yum, yum, yum. Recipes below. Um, I am happy to have you do the grilling. Okay. And I love I love grilling. I love cooking. And I think it's funny that we've discussed why it was even coded masculine in the first place. And I and I think it's maybe a safety factor, except cooking involves knives and heat, and I think acid. And acid and the number of times I've burned myself. Mm-hmm. Um Usually through stupidity. I've Ooh, never broken glass. That's another. Yeah, danger. I've never dropped a knife, but I, I have, I have burned myself doing stupid things. Um, but I won't go into too much detail on that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. I, I'm one of those people who like, nor, you know, I'll flip things with my fingers on, oh, the, on the frying yeah, pan. Yeah. yeah. No, the stupid thing was we in our old crappy kitchen. We the stove was. Uh, the stove was literally uh, tilted. Oh, it was a little. So I stuck down. like a butter knife under the frying pan, to so it would like level stay it out. level, mm-hmm. and because um, it was sauce or something, and uh, it didn't occur to me that I couldn't like that the butter knife would heat up <laughs> the same way the pan heats up. So I like went to move the butter knife. Yeah, I got a nice burn from that oh. as my last burn. But the point is, cooking is dangerous regardless. I don't know why it even became. That maybe it's. I that think 50s. grilling is yeah. fun and smells good mm-hmm. and involves fire. And somewhere along the line, dads were like, "Yeah, I'll be in you charge." You get that of caveman. I think there's a caveman thing to it. I think it's 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 meat. You know, yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff that fits nicely within this very very oversimplistic mm-hmm. 1950s definition of yes. masculinity. I will cook got. the steaks, lady. Mm-hmm. You go back inside and stick some hot dogs and pineapple and some aspic. <laughs> we don't need vegetables. It's the 50s. Probably all the sausages and hot dogs or something phallic there. I choose not to look How further into the that. the people in the 50s not die of scurvy? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That's a really good question. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there was vitamin C in all the Fanta they were drinking. Oh, there you go. I don't know. Um, At any rate, um, what are other masculine-coded behaviors that you would not want to for do? For me? Yeah. I'm I, I'm really not into sports. Yeah. Not into camping. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what, what else is like. You know, I, I generally prefer my, my favorite type of movie is... Uh, what I would call like an indie dramedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I'm not like a big action movie person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very, but I can still enjoy like a good action movie. Yeah, a big stupid popcorn movie. That that that's fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else is like 
But none of those you have to do. I guess there yeah. isn't anything you have to do. No. I like to fix things around the house to the extent yeah. that I actually do that. I'm bad at I'm I have very poor um fine motor skills, mm. I think. So like I'm bad at fixing things. So I sew buttons always been on your Yeah, clothing. I can't sew um, I sew them badly, but I do sew them. Yeah. yeah, and so like you know, fixing cars and stuff, I I don't enjoy. I just want a piece of machinery to work, and yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to like tinker with it. <laughs> Things like that. Like your dad is very good at tinkering; he can fix anything. But sure, I'm sure. like, I'm like, no, it's just it just work. And you're you're also the same way. You're like, just like you can fix it, or just throw money at it and make someone, someone else fix, fix it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I I do have some. What are your your uh. uh Assigned female at birth. Mm -hmm. What masculine things do you enjoy? I mean, I kind of prefer to do the masculine things because then I can prove in my mind that I can, you know? So I liked, when I had my motorcycle, I Mm -hmm. liked fixing it and I liked figuring out solutions to household things. I got all our router and our wires Mm -hmm. invisible-ish. And um, you know what? I don't know if it's necessarily even masculine things as much as i like challenges yeah like you know i fixed our sink the other day yep it's always super satisfying to me to clean the gunk out of a sink i think it's just satisfying to take something that didn't work and make it work yeah whether you're you're clearing out your your hard drive or you're um making a sick plant healthy or you're uh getting your dog to stay away when you're going to be pouring hot water in the kitchen like when something could be bad and you make it better and it stays that way that is immensely satisfying Mm -hmm. and everyone should get the chance to do that whether it's fixing a car or hemming a dress or um whatever people should have access to education and tools so that they can accomplish things it feels great to do that yeah and I think it's also, yeah, it shouldn't be, I don't believe that anything really should be gendered. I think, I think that idea of, of that binary gender, and we've talked about this before, I think that binary gender is bullshit. Like, it's, it's problematic. Yeah. It's problematic, and when taken to its extreme, it's, it's really bad for mm-hmm. people in society. And I think that we should all have a little more freedom to do what we enjoy. Yeah. I remember a, a gay friend of mine talking about like going home to his parents at the holidays. Uh, I think he grew up on a farm and he was like, and, and people just sort of automatically part into men and women in this, not even division yeah. of labor, but like division of interests. Like, like, you know, the women are in the kitchen talking about the pie crust and how to braise the brisket where the men are, are out looking at the new tractor and you know my my gay friend was saying he had to go look at the tractor and he'd rather be talking about pie crust and yeah. i said you know you've got like a niece in there looking out the window at the tractor being like i wonder if they got the 486 thresher or if they read <laughs> the update and opted for the magna depot titanium option like this division doesn't serve everyone yeah and for a guy to go in and talk about pie crust and a girl to go out and ask about the tractor, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be a weird thing. And I I know in our very rarefied bubble in Brooklyn, that would be fine. Yeah. You, girls can look at tractors in Brooklyn. Come to Brooklyn, girls. Look at tractors. We don't have tractors here. That, 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 <laughs> with that being the other caveat. Yeah. 
We got boom lifts, if that helps. I feel like it might be tougher to do that in Texas. Yeah. Or Honduras. Or Sri Lanka. Let's keep working to dismantle the strict rules of gender and culture. I am 100% agree. Those of you listening, are you with us? Join us. Go look at the tractor or talk about pie crust or do whatever you want. Or do both. Or do both. Or neither. Well, Maybe do you'd something. Yeah. <laughs> you can do both. You can like pie crust and, and dresses and tractors all together as one. You can you can get so dressed up pretty and sexy. I don't care what gender you were assigned at birth. Mm-hmm. You can put on some makeup and your heels and a beautiful dress and watch the football. And grill the ribs and do a round of golf. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Faith. This was fun. Thanks, Kai. Thanks for listening, everybody. everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making great content, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes and send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Link down below or download them on iTunes. For all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production, all rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep, keep rebelling! rebelling.